Hey everybody, welcome to Today I Watched. I'm Eric and this is WWE 2017 Week 4, which ran from January 23rd, 2017 to January 25th. We also have TakeOver San Antonio and the Royal Rumble 2017 coming up this weekend, but look out for a separate episode covering those. I'm going to do them together in one episode, not two separate episodes, so... um Anyway, let's get to these uh, this week's stuff. Um, we had Raw episode 1,235, SmackDown 910, 205 Live episode 9, NXT 374, and Main Event episode 226. My favorite episode overall... Um, Oh, it's again, it's a toss up between SmackDown and 205 Live. Um, I'm going to say SmackDown this week. I might change my mind later on as I as I'm talking about them. But uh, yeah, I'll say SmackDown is my favorite show of the week. Um, My favorite person of the week. um, Austin Aries, probably, because he also has my favorite quote, which involved the word ostentatious ostentatious he says ostentatious must mean great because it's got my name in it uh it it, basically that's what he said um anyway also he totally called out uh, (laughs) when he said holy toledo maro ranallo uh when he said that at the top of smackdown i was like oh my god (sighs) And then on 205 Live, Austin Aries giving him crap for it. He says, is that, is that because we're in Toledo, Ohio? He's like, I, I don't know. It's your dumb joke. Anyway, my Austin Aries impression is the same as my uh, Jesse Ventura impression. Um, because it's the same, basically. Um, okay. Um, first up, I'm going to go in the order of... I guess when they're filmed, possibly, it doesn't really matter where main event falls in all of this because, well, it kind of does, kind of does. It's more exciting. I think I'm going to talk about main event between uh, Raw and SmackDown because there's stuff that happens on SmackDown 205 Live. Yeah. So anyway, um, we open with a uh, uh, Chris Salamico. Talking about being hung from the rafters. Uh, this this whole promo at the beginning basically leads to a rematch for the U.S. title tonight against uh, Roman Reigns. Where Roman Reigns gets his rematch against, you know what I mean. Um, next up, we had an excellent match. Okay, this is the this is the match of the week for sure. Um, I mean, other than. This weekend, uh, Sami Zayn versus Seth Rollins. Sami defeats Seth Rollins with a surprise roll-up while um, Seth is distracted by Triple H's music and Titantron stuff going on. He doesn't come out, but he's distracted enough for Sami to get the win. But uh, up to that point, oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, There's a couple of pedigree uh, attempts 
that were awesome. Uh, we were about to see a top rope pedigree, which was crazy. But then Sammy counters it into a sunset flip powerbomb, which was so, so cool. Um, there's another little sequence with a, um, oh, I, forget, I, I can't remember exactly what he did. Seth did a, a big knee to uh, Zane's face. And then um, caught him in a uh, sort of uh, setup for uh, similar to how the Rainmaker is pulled off, um, and then him with a different move there. That was that was a really awesome sequence, and I kind of, I had that spoiled. I didn't kind of have it. I had that move spoiled, that sequence spoiled, because somebody posted a uh, a GIF of it online, or GIF, whatever. Don't don't message me about that. Um, uh, so yeah, awesome, awesome match. Go go watch it. That's that that's the most worthy thing of watching, well of all week, but and definitely of of Raw, and it's the opening match of the show. Um, so you have to get you have to get through that first thing, at least as far as the Hulu version goes. Um, and there's a lot of cruiserweight stuff that was cut out. I think there is some um, uh, club. And Cesaro Sheamus stuff that was cut out because I just learned that their match for the Royal Rumble, uh, there there is going to be a tag team championship match in the pre-show um, against between uh, Cesaro and Sheamus and the club, and uh, there's going to be two referees in there because uh, last week uh, there's the whole thing. With the ref being knocked out, and then the other one, and then they, they, they overturn, and the, there's no championship change of hands. So now both of them will have to be knocked out for something to, to go wrong. Anyway, uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Or I'll, I'll mention it more when I go through all the matches. Uh, I think I pretty much talked about it as much as I need to, except for who I think will, will win. So I will talk about that more in depth later. All right. Um, we had an eight-man tag match. Um, initially, uh, Titus comes out. and uh, Okay, we had The New Day and Enzo and Cass. They come out. And then um, Rusev and Jinder Mahal come out. And then Titus comes out. And <laughs> their reaction, the New Day's reaction, they're, no, no, leave us alone. Um he says, let's have an eight-man tag team match. There's four of you and there's four of us. They're like, uh, uh, Lana's a lady. She can't be in this match. Like, no, I, somebody else. Um, then Braun Strowman comes out. Um, they referenced this dumb meme uh, that I'm only aware of because of, uh, of Vanessa on Facebook posting this, so like a bunch of instances of it. The... How about you cash me outside? Or no, don't don't ca- cash me outside. How about that? Or whatever. Um, from the Doctor Phil show, this 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 teenage girl and her mom, and then anyway, I totally didn't catch it. I didn't cash it when it happened. But then uh, somebody posted just that clip on Reddit. I was like, oh. Oh, I did. I I totally missed that, and I sort of get that reference. I had not seen the original clip, so I 
I looked it up, and um, yeah, it's pretty pretty good reenactment of that. Pretty good, uh, but still stupid. So stupid. Um, in this match, the the match happens. Braun destroys Enzo, and Braun's and they're in the middle of the ring, and then Big Show comes out, and he is fit, man. He's he's like a he's like a like a young him. It's like a young the giant WCW days, except for how large his. It's like a um, like a funnel. His his body is shaped like a funnel. His upper body is so massive compared to the rest, like a triangle pointing down. He is a human downvote. Um, which is it's not that's not meant to be an insult. It's uh, it's just the shape. Anyway. Yeah, that it's gonna be exciting to see Big Show in the Rumble. Um, up next, some other stuff happens. I think at some point, I don't know. Um, Jericho versus Reigns. Jericho defeats Reigns by disqualification. Um, no, wait. I guess technically Reigns won. Um, I wrote that down wrong. Um, Owens attacks once Jericho is in trouble, so the match ends. Um, they try to put Roman into the cage, but he fights his way out of it, and Kevin gets locked in there. He rises up. Uh, my favorite moment of this sequence was um, that uh, Chris was like trying to hang on, holding his hand at first and then dangling from the cage, and as it's going up, Roman hits the Superman punch on Jericho. I thought that was pretty cool. Um it was also the most fitting instance ever of the uh, the Shaka sign, the hang loose sign that Roman Reigns does. It's like, that's, yeah, there, he's hanging loose up there. Or he should be hanging loose. He's kind of tight. He's kind of stressed out. So, um, yeah, pretty pretty good ending. I like the ending of that, that whole match. And uh, what kind of antics are we going to see? We'll talk about that when I, um, in the predictions for the weekend section. Uh, next, we had Goldberg, bloody Goldberg. Um, he's, he busts his he- head open, headbutting his door before coming out. And so he's just dripping with blood. I mean, it's not that bad. It, at one point, it's it's a lot of blood. Um, he keeps wiping the blood off. He keeps messing up and having to start over. Ah, yeah. Um, it's uh, classic. Classic vintage Goldberg. Anyway, uh, we end up with Brock Lesnar and, uh, you know, what's his name? Uh, Heyman coming out. And then the lights go out. They're about to face off. They're, they're staring each other down. Lights go out. Undertaker. And that's how we end the, end the episode. So uh, that's going to be exciting to have those three in the ring. At the, they've got to be in the ring at the same time. It would be dumb if one was in at, at number one. They get eliminated by uh five and then the other one comes in at 15 they're limited by 20 and then the, la- the last one comes in at 30 um they never actually go in the ring that would be kind of funny actually but uh also dumb um they'll they'll probably be like 21 22 23 something like one after another maybe maybe one person in between each and then we'll see them them go at it um they all three eliminate each other at the same time, and then it's just dead air for two minutes. 
um, or something. Anyway, uh, SmackDown. Let's talk about no. Let's talk about main event first. Because why not? Um, we had a cruiserweight match and a women's match, which is, I think, the best combination of things to have on main events. So excellent, excellent job this week. Um, the Brian Kendrick defeats Lince Dorado with the captain's hook. Um, he kind of just uh, uh, rustles him over. What is that? Uh, he hauls him over his shoulder and gets him into that captain's hook. I thought that was a pretty pretty good way to do that um but not nearly as smooth and impressive as on 205 live which is why i want to talk about this one first um my uh highlights of this match uh were the update from austin aries that brian kendrick is down to just three percent blindness after that green mist from tajiri oh i'm so i'm i'm so so sad that Tajiri is still out, um, out of action, or that he's out of action in general, not just still out of action in general. Um, that was the most exciting behind, besides Neville, that was the most exciting thing about 205 Live, and I loved that uh, return segment. Um, but we do have Tozawa coming very soon, so at least there's more some more excitement to uh, make up for the. For the uh, absence of Tajiri. Um, also in this match, Brian hangs up Lince's leg under the, the, the ring. Like in all of the, the cross beams and stuff. And uh, there's like a baseball slide into him from, uh, from the ring. And uh, gets, gets him pretty good. He gets him pretty good with that. Um uh and then uh austin challenges the others they don't take up this challenge they challenge them to say the following five times fast knee ligaments of lean say 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 that that wasn't quite as tough i had to pause there so i don't think that really counts um another another highlight two more highlights from lean say uh the springboard stunner is awesome i i love it when he does that um and then a beautiful shooting start press but uh the d brian kendrick counters it by getting his knees up hits him in the gut with those knees um so pretty pretty good match pretty good match um the other match in main event was alicia fox defeats dana brooke again because they fought last week and alicia fox came out on top um with a scissor kick to the back of the head or the neck or the, the upper shoulder, whatever it was. It was a pretty solid move. And uh, yeah, I think it's, it's worth checking out just the ending of the match for that move. Um, another highlight from this match was the uh, one handed pushups right in Alicia's face. It's like face to face going right down in there. And I thought at first maybe she got, got tagged in the nose on that first push-up, but I think she she was just doing that like shocked how could you reaction um which was uh, risky I think she could have headbutted her right in the face both of them get broken noses um but the point is Dana Brooke lost this match because she's showboating too much 
she's like flexing and that that uh, gave alicia some time to get uh get some offense in and then this uh this um uh uh push-up thing also gave alicia some time to recover and she could have headbutted her in the face and broke her nose um so yeah a pretty pretty good episode of main event i like it i like it when they have a women's match or a cruiserweights match and this one had both so yeah great um all right my notes for snacks for smackdown are twice as long as for raw so i i I think it's safe to say that that's still my favorite show of the week um we open with randy orton versus luke harper uh there's a great moment when bray throws them both back into the ring as they're getting counted out and uh, so that the match can continue, it needs to continue and end in a uh, decisive manner, not just with uh, a double countout. Which is not a decisive. I mean, it's a decision, but it's not like there's no winner, right? Um, Randy wins with an RKO that he hits after he uh, by countering a discus lariat. So that was a pretty great moment. Um, and Bray seems to console Luke with an embrace, but then he hits him with his sister, Abigail. So what's his status? Is he part of the Wyatt family or is it kind of just like, Hey, get your act together or I'm going to hit you with this again. And things are over. You have one more chance. I, I don't know. He hasn't said one way or another. Up next, we had an interview with Mickey James in the ring, and she's she explains that she's fed up with the ungrateful new era, except for Alexa Bliss, who knows all of her matches, knows all of her championships, when she won them, who she won them against, and all of that. Alexa Bliss is a huge Mickey James fan, and that won her over. Um, Becky comes out and attacks. Uh, Mickey James runs away. But uh, she she lures. It's a trap. She's not running away. Well, a little bit out of cowardice, but it's a trap. Alexa Bliss, as Becky is climbing over the uh, over the, uh, the the barrier to go after Mickey James, Alexa Bliss hits her in the face, seemingly out of nowhere, perfectly perfectly timed, and the the beating on Becky takes place. Um, by the hands of Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. So pretty 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 cool segments. Pretty well done. Oh, uh, and we also got to see Twisted Bliss. So uh that's that adds like two points for me. I don't know how what how many points total there are in a given show, but uh whatever it is, two two of them automatically added for the Twisted Bliss for the Eclipse. Um a power slam which we i think yeah we did see one of those in uh in randy versus luke um and uh what's the what's the the fourth one or the red arrow which we haven't seen in a while uh which we're probably not going to see for a while until neville's done being evil um up next we saw carmelsworth shopping which was such a dumb segment but it was pretty funny um but so dumb a lot of you know that that pretty much describes uh a lot of things 
in wrestling in general. It's so dumb, but it's it's funny and it's entertaining. Um, up next, we had a battle royal for a spot in the Royal Rumble. Um, there's some great eliminations by Mojo Raleigh, who ended up winning the whole match. Uh, he eliminated Rhino and Connor at the same time, which I think is 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 huge. Which is huge. Um, right at the start of the match, Rhino tries to eliminate Heath like right away, and uh, it's unsuccessful. And he's like, "What the hell was that?" Um, that was probably my favorite moment, other than um, the ending, which had Mojo facing off against Brizongo. Uh, he, um, he's he's outside of the ring, outside the, on the apron, and so is uh, so is Fandango. Uh, Breeze goes for the super kick to eliminate Raleigh, but he pulls Fandango into the way. He gets eliminated, and then uh, he eliminates Tyler Breeze and wins. Pretty awesome. On the other hand, on the other side of things, the VOD villains are eliminated immediately after that Heath Slater, what the hell was that moment? Um, so that's kind of a bummer. I want to see at least one of them in action for a little bit longer. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where things things are going. They, sh- they should be getting more screen time, especially with uh, with all the injuries and stuff. But then again, there's a lot of people that we didn't really see this week. Um, we didn't. We barely saw American Alpha. I can't even remember. I don't think they're even in this Rumble match. I would have written down their name. They they would have done something really cool, and I've written written that down. If they were in this this battle royal, um, not rumble match, it's a battle royal. Uh, they were in the lumberjack later lumberjack match later on, not in it, but like outside the ring for it. They were lumberjacks in the lumberjack match. Also, Mojo has some new uh, armbands, wristbands, uh, forearm bands uh, that say Mojo Rising. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, I, I like that they're going with that. I don't know. Maybe they did say it on, on the show last week, but I know I said that and it's a good song. I don't know if that, is that the name of the song? I just know that the, the it's lyrics in that song. Um, I, I'm not going to look it up. Um, up next, uh, outside of the arena, we see Natalia d- during an interview. Uh, it's interrupted when Natalia flings Nikki into her own face on the side of a truck. Um, so that was kind of neat. Uh, up next, we had AJ come out and talk about the Royal Rumble poster. He's like, what is, why do you have your champion way in the back? And like tiny in there. And then you have John Cena on the front. What is that about? He's mad. Um, and then we see a, a, a clip from the Today Show when uh john cena is on and they're talking about a guy from atlanta that's all they kept saying a guy from atlanta ah ah angering is that a word enraging uh upset upsettling unsettling that's that's the word no that's more like when something is like disturbing i think um Anyway, later on, we had more from AJ on Talking Smack, and that was excellent. So 
watch that segment, watch his his um, appearance on Talking Smack. So awesome, and I am I am really excited for this match. I I have a feeling that John Cena is going to win it. Uh, but I I I'm, I'm going to be hoping the entire time. AJ win. AJ win. However, uh, I'll I'll get back to that in in my predictions section. Up next, we had Dolph Ziggler versus Kalisto, and Ziggler defeats him very quickly. And uh, he tries to continue the beating. He goes out, gets a gets a chair to use, but uh, Apollo Cruz comes out and saves the day. Um, so we'll see see these guys go at it later on. I guess. Well, neither Apollo Cruz. Maybe maybe Apollo Cruz will be in the Rumble. I doubt it. I doubt it. But Ziggler will be. Maybe those two will cost Ziggler. The rumble. No, no, that's not, that's not what's going to happen. I have thoughts on what's going to happen with Ziggler there. Um, okay. Up next, Naomi versus Natalia, but Natalia doesn't come up because now she's to, uh, she's, she's held up. She's busy. She's occupied by, uh, Nikki beating her up. Um, so Naomi is like, I'm not leaving till somebody comes out here to have a match with me. I, I I'm back. I want to fight. And uh, Alexa bliss comes out. Um, they do not fight. They just talk to each other a little bit. And uh, Naomi is like, ah, I'm going to be the next champion, blah, blah, blah. Um, so we're going to have a three on three match. Naomi, Nikki and Becky versus alexa bliss her new best friend mickey james they don't they don't call each other best friends they're just allied allied allies and the third person in that match is natalia duh of course she's the one beating up nikki um all right so that brings us to the main event which was pretty good um dean ambrose versus the miz in a lumberjack match is an intercontinental title match. And uh, all of the Lumberjacks seem a little bit biased. A little bit biased against the Miz, which has to make Miz and Maurice very upset. But they, um, yeah, they, they beat up on them, on him, quite a bit. They also beat up on Dean Ambrose, but uh, he's able to fight them off pretty well. And which... I think it would have been, I don't know, if there was a bigger difference, like Dean like didn't have to fight them off. They're just like, well, get get back in there. And and there's like no aggression about it. I don't know. I don't know. It was still entertaining to watch. Um, we had Maurice try to get involved, um, which I thought was weird. Like, uh, where are the Lumberjacks? Why don't they like get her to stop doing that to Dean? She was grabbing onto his ankle when she's about, he's going for like a like a clothesline or something. Um, anyway, uh, the Miz is about to win. He's got Dean pinned, and then Corbin breaks it up, and he starts chaos ensues. The lumberjacks storm the ring. They're all beating up each other, and Corbin gets some good solid practice for the Royal Rumble. He's tossing guys over the ro- the top rope left and right um and uh yeah 
I think that's a little bit of a tease of what's to come. Uh, I think he's going to do really well in the Royal Rumble. I mean, he, he won his very first Battle Royal at WrestleMania last year. So, so and he keeps saying, like, that was my first day in the WWE, well, on the main roster. And I won that. So, hey. Okay. That's SmackDown. Pretty great, top to bottom. Best match of the night. You know, there wasn't... There was a lot less wrestling than I remember. Um, the Battle Royal was pretty great. The Battle Royal was pretty great. But so was Randy versus Luke. Also, Dean versus Miz. It was all It was all pretty good. Like, across... It, it was, like, steadily good. Like a 90 all the way across. There weren't any 100... Spikes, except for AJ Styles, everything that he did in the, in this episode. Um, but uh, whereas we had a huge spike with the um, with the uh, Seth versus Sammy match on Raw, and the rest of it was was not not as good. Probably, I didn't see the, the stuff that was cut out of Hulu. Okay, up next. There was some other stuff that happened on Talking Smack, but um, I didn't write it down. At least not on my cleaned up notes. This week I decided that I would clean up all of my notes so that uh, I could actually read them. And also edit out the stuff that wasn't actually worth talking about. Because a lot of times I'll just write down some interesting things that happen during matches, but they end up not being the most interesting things. So um, I think by rewriting my notes like this, um, it helps a lot that I don't uh, get hung up talking about, oh, uh, he countered a, a clothesline into a German suplex. But afterwards, he did a, a double moonsault off of the, the, the balcony or whatever. There aren't balconies in Rio, but you know what I mean. Um, okay, up next, 205 Live. Um, Neville in an interview says that he showed Swan too much mercy on Raw because um, Neville got a little bit of a beat down, I guess. Uh, we saw some clips from it. Um, like I said, Austin Aries calls out Morrow's dumb joke about Toledo. Um, our first match of the night uh, was TJ Perkins, who defeated Tony Nice. No sign of Gulak. No Drew Gulak. In this episode at all, he didn't have a match later on or anything, so um, that was a little bit disappointing. Um, I want to see, I want to see more of him. Get get him out there, even when he's just at, at ringside in a suit. It, it's ni- nice to have him out there supporting his friend Tony Nese. Speaking of, I mean, we are talking about the Tony Nese versus uh, TJP. Um, TJP wins. Uh, a couple of great moments uh, was the octopus hold, which is it was just bonkers. It's such a weird, weird hold, and the setup for it is like, oh, you think he's gonna do like a a, a huge like hurricane rana or something? No, he ends up just wrapped around him, um, on them. They're still standing and they're in this submission hold. Pretty silly. So. TJP kind of surprises Nice and, and rolls him up for the win. Uh, he can't believe it. 
Nice is furious. He uh, he uh, continues the attack. He insists that uh, he's the winner. Uh, he hits him with a German suplex into the corner, and then a huge, huge knee to the face. And uh, he's he, he goes to the announce tables. I am the premier athlete. I am the winner. All of that. So kind of good ending, kind of brutal ending. And uh, my God, Tony Nice is a freaking Spartan. He he would fit right in to the film 300. Like he, he already has the physique. He wouldn't have had to do that crazy six week program that everybody did uh, to get into that shape. He already, well, I guess he probably already does that um, to, to look the way he does. Um, and, and the hair and the beard and everything. Um, I, I could see him. Do, have they done like a, like a Spartan era type type film? That That's probably too involved. That's a, that's more difficult to, to pull off than a guy in the desert going after the the law. They, they, there's mistaken identity or something like that. There, there's a Randy Orton film that I saw. I think it was like there's a three in the title. That's all I remember is there's there's a three in the title. Maybe there's a two or four. It, it was either the second, third, or fourth film in the series. And I'm pretty sure it was Randy Orton um, playing the lead character. And his dad was played by... Who is his dad played by? I can't remember. I guess I could look it up. Okay, it was The Condemned 2. The Condemned 2. And uh, his his father was played by Eric Roberts. Which I thought was interesting. Who else was in that film? Um, nobody. None of these names I, I'm familiar with. So basically those two guys and then a bunch of other people. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, where did I leave off? Oh, uh, as I was watching this episode, I'm, I'm surprised I haven't thought of this earlier. Um, that Ninja, the purple cruiserweight classic Ninja, I guess just the cruiserweight ninja. Um, I I I anxiously await. I want to see this happen. Somebody is that ninja. They're the cruiserweight mascot, and they're an actual person. Um, I I don't know who would play them or what, but uh, have them just surprise come out. They're like, what is what is this? It would confuse everyone. I'm not sure anybody would even understand what was happening, but. Um, yeah, I want to see that. I want to see that ninja as an actual superstar in the ring going for the the cruiserweight championship. Doesn't talk or anything like that. Kind of like uh the crow sting um where he's just like every like he appears in the rafters. And then the next week we see him like hiding among the the the, the, the underneath the ring or something. He just like peeks out and maybe nobody even sees it. We just see it happen. Like, and the commentary is like, what, what was that? What was that? Can we get a replay? And we just see this head poke out. Something. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> anyway, uh, Cruiserweight Ninja, please be a, an actual wrestler someday. Whoever plays. And I, he's, he's got to be played by someone who's like really good and does like insane stuff. So, we'll see. We'll see. 
Um, up next, we had uh, the Brian Kendrick versus Trip Bradshaw, <laughs> which I thought was a silly name, and I realized his name is a joke about how Bradshaw tripped when he was trying to run over <laughs> to uh, to help uh, the king last week on on SmackDown. Anyway, uh, he got him into this. Oh, that's not even what I was thinking of. He he beat him with the captain's hook during the main event segment. I was saying how the the two hundred five live captain hooks was so much smoother and awesome than uh, the one on main events. I was thinking of the wrong thing. I was thinking of the wrong wrestler. I was thinking of the wrong match. But uh, it's still pretty good. Quick, um, quick uh, defeat. Um, the what I thought was interesting about this match is that the Ryan Kendrick. The Brian Kendrick um, put on this whole promo before before uh, he got to the ring, and it was like the kind of thing you would uh, deliver to your to your nemesis. And I guess it kind of was being delivered to his nemesis or his nemeses, um, but uh, he's just delivering it to Trip Bradshaw. And uh, yeah, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, the highlight of this match. Um, and also uh, a phrase I, I don't think I've ever heard before was the leg lariat. It's like, oh, yeah, that, that's, that makes sense. That's what that's called. That to- that's totally what it looks like. Um, it's kind of like uh, not hitting with your foot, but like with your, with your, your knee um, in the manner that you would your elbow with a, a regular lariat, an arm lariat. So anyway, um, the, I, I, I missed Tajiri. We only saw him once for his return. I missed him. I already talked about this. So let's move on. <laughs> that is my notes next to the ninja mascot. Um, so I had to go back to it. Uh, the main event of the match was Neville versus Cedric Alexander. Uh, excellent, excellent match. Oh, my gosh. And I, this gets me so excited for Rich Swan, Rich Swan versus Neville on Sunday. Um, but Cedric, he goes, the highlight of this match was when Cedric goes to uh, do like a springboard something or other. Um, we don't know what it's going to be because as soon as he gets up to that top rope, he slips and it looked like a, a legit accident. Uh, but Neville gets him, grabs him up out of that slip into a scissored arm bar. It's friggin' smooth. And it looks like so... It doesn't look choreographed at all. Or it make, looks really choreographed. I don't know. Either way, it was pull, It was executed very well. And um, he gets the win. Neville gets the win. Uh, tap, t- tap out. Another highlight from the match uh, is a standing Spanish fly. Um, the reason that he, he slipped off the top rope there was... Well, not the direct reason um but he's distracted when noam dark comes out and uh tries to start something um we get a bit of a brawl afterwards cedric and dar going at it and rich swan comes out and brawls with neville um like i said my favorite line of the nights um i don't even remember the contact they're saying someone was ostentatious ostentatious 
must mean great because it's got my name in it. I I forgot to do the impression for the first time. But. All right. Up next on NXT, it was, this was an okay episode. It was okay. Um, the, the first match I liked a lot. This is probably my favorite match of this episode. Amber Moon defeats Liv Morgan with the Eclipse. Um, my favorite parts, which was just silly, ridiculous, um, was the, the repeated pin reversals as they're rolling around the ring very early on. Um, that was pretty funny. Um, there was also a huge counter from Ember Moon, which led to her throwing Liv to the outside. Just freaking throwing her. Like she, she remained in a standing position practically and was, and cleared the top rope to go over it was like um what are those things uh like a thing that's like really heavy at the bottom so that like when you throw it it always lands like that um kind of like a dart not a long dart but um i don't know uh anyway it was like she had thrown one of those so like she stayed upright the entire time and also cleared the ring she didn't like toss over like tumble over the top rope or anything anyway that that was a pretty cool moment um but afterwards handshake a handshake of respect so these two are still friendly with each other they're just they were just showing that hey we are just as good as the others in this fatal four-way um we deserve a shot at the title too and uh yeah i think so i think so Especially Ember Moon. Um, but Liv, every time I see her, I like her more and more. Um, but uh, maybe it's maybe they're more entertaining than, or Liv is more entertaining. Because she also had that one where she's being tossed back and forth between Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Um, another silly pen situation um, that I thought, thought was pretty great. So uh, I think maybe she excels more at that kind of stuff which I would be totally fine with if she is like the, the female Jack Gallagher becomes a female Jack Gallagher that does uh, that gets into all these silly situations, um, but finds her way out of it and stuff. Anyway, um, uh, I think that would work really well against Asuka. Cause she's good at, at doing that kind of stuff too. Um, especially if we look at, uh, her stuff from Japan, there's some pretty, pretty wacky stuff going on out there. Um, or at least there was, in the past. Anyway, up next we had Noe Jose defeating Kona Reeves, whose name is really similar to Keanu Reeves. And he's from Hawaii. So anyway, um, Samson interrupts the interview afterwards and uh, the, the crowd started chanting something first. Or, your song sucks. Hey, your song sucks. Hey, Noe Jose added the hey on there. He said, no, let's try this chance. Just drift away. Just drift away. Um, Samson wasn't happy about that. He also insulted the music. He's like, ah, he took all your, it sucks. Your music, your, your song sucks. Um, up next, we had Eric Young defeating Chris Atkins. Um, afterwards he says, Ty made the wrong choice and Killian Dane, not big demo, but Killian Dane hits Atkins with a, I think it's a centon. Is that what it was? It, whatever it was, it hurts. It, it looked like it was very painful. Just just it, anything with him ending up with gravity 
sending him into another person is going to hurt. Um, up next, we find out we get an update from the hospital, some footage from the hospital. Shane Thorne is out for reconstructive knee surgery. Um, he's out for like seven to nine months. Real bummer for TM61. He's the he's the the T and TM61. Um, so uh, get well, get well, recover well, Shane Thorne. You gotta go get those titles from whoever has them at that point. Probably won't be, probably probably won't be DIY by then. They're, they'll, 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 they've got to be on the, like. Uh, I don't know if they'll go to Raw. I think they'll go to SmackDown when they do go, move up. Uh, we had a talk between the participants of the Fatal Four Way for the women's title. So Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, uh, um, uh, Nikki Cross, and our women's champion, Asuka. Uh, first, we had the, the best friends come out. Um, and then Nikki Cross comes out. She's being crazy. And she's like, keep her in line. Keep her in line. Um, to the to to Regal. To get a, get a hold of Nikki Cross. Keep, keep her under control. Because they're, they're afraid of her. And then uh, Asuka's music doesn't even play. She just runs out. Uh, goes right after Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Uh, they run away, and then uh, we get the the face to face with Nikki Cross, which is awesome. And uh, before they can do anything, though, security comes out, tries to tries to separate them, but they beat them up. They beat the snot out of them. Uh, start to go at it. Uh, Asuka hits Nikki Cross with a big kick that knocks her out for a bit. Uh, security is able to drag her out of there. But uh, Nikki recovers and hits all of them with a huge dive off the off of the ring post to the outside. So we end the episode with this sprawl of security guards, and in the middle, Nikki Cross and Asuka um, laying side by side, almost as if as if they're cuddling. Um, but a great image, and then the best friends up on the entry ramp uh fearful of what's they're like this they, they did this to each other what are they going to do to us they did try to put up a fight as they were distracted um staring each other down billy k and peyton royce came up behind them and attacked but they they were qu- quickly dispensed quickly dispensed so i i said this before this this the end that's the end of the episode um and so that's that's all of the uh, the episodes for this week. So let's start talking about predictions. So TakeOver, NFC TakeOver San Antonio. Um, this fatal four-way match, we have these four ladies. And the smart strategy, I think, we've got two best friends in that match. One of them just needs to lie down for the other or not even get pinned. She could put her into like a partial hold. She doesn't have to be on the ground and she taps out and there you go. You got the win. If that happens, I would be mad. I'm really mad that the match is over that quickly, but it would be genius and it doesn't have to be like finger poke of doom or anything like that. Uh, it doesn't have to be like, Oh, we're making a joke out of it. So you're like, this is our legit strategy. It works. So why don't we do it? Uh, so that's that's the only thing that makes me fearful um, for Asuka losing is that those two are going to work together to do it. 
even if it means that they pin each other to do it. Because I, and I think that's the only way that they can do it. There's no way that they're going to be able to t- take care of Asuka and Nikki Cross um, at the same time to defeat either one of them. They've got to wait until they're fighting each other and then over over the other side is quietly a uh, hand on the abdomen. One, two, three. They win. Um, anyway, uh, so that's that match. Other matches on um, San Antonio TakeOver. We have Roderick Strong versus uh, Andrade Cien, Cien Almas. Um, I'm not really all that... Um, what is, what is the word for it? Uh, invested in this match. It's like, all right, uh, they're, they're both pretty good, but, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not invested in their story or anything. It's just like, oh, we need another match kind of. So, uh, I hope Roderick Strong wins cause he's the good guy of the two, I guess. So let's see how it goes. Uh, we have Eric Young versus Ty Dillinger. Of course, I hope Ty Dillinger is going to win, but we have Sanity outside the ring there. There's no way they're not going to be involved in the match and help um, help him win if Eric Young just doesn't beat him down on his own. Um, and that's fine because I am pretty sure it's this has got to happen. This has got to happen. Okay, if if we get to number 10 and number 10 is not Ty Dillinger, then he's not in the Royal Rumble match. Cause if he's any other number, it just doesn't make sense. But I, yeah, he's gotta, he's gotta be in that. He's gotta be in it. He's gotta be in it. He's gotta be in it. Um, and if, if that means he has to lose to Eric Young first, all right, but get him in the rumble. Um, then we have the fatal four way that I already talked about. Asuka's either Asuka's going to win or Billy Kay and Peyton Royce are going to do some tomfoolery to steal, steal the championship. Um, up next, we will have DIY. I don't know if this is the order that I'll be in, but uh, up next on my list, DIY versus Authors of Pain. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I hope DIY wins. Yeah, they've got to win. They've got DIY wins. It's going to be a tough match. It's going to be a really good match. DIY has got to win. And then we have Shinsuke Nakamura versus Bobby Roode. Nakamura is going to win, of course, but Roode's going to be going to be great. Also, Um, I'd be I'd be really surprised if Roode won, but uh, you know I wouldn't be mad about it. I'd be I'd be excited. But there's no way Nakamura is going to lose this one. He's going to have that title until WrestleMania weekend. And then he'll come over to the, the main roster. At that. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, that's the take takeover card. Let's talk about what's happening at the Rumble. In the pre-show, we have Cesaro and Sheamus versus Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Would they have a title change on the pre-show? If they did, that would kind of change the perception of the pre-show, right? The kickoff. I guess it's the kickoff show. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to have to watch it now. I was, I was planning on just skipping it because the, the kickoff show is two hours. Oh, my God. Um, maybe I'll be, like, partially asleep and, like, tune my ears to, to perk up whenever 
whenever a match starts, whenever that bell rings, that's when I'll perk up. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think the club should win. They should win. I hope they win because that propels them. We have Cesaro and Sheamus in the Royal Rumble later. They, they can excel even more out of that. They use that rage that they have of losing the titles and then uh, kick some butts, kick some serious butt in the Royal Rumble, especially if they, they come out back to back uh, so they can help each other out. Or maybe they'll be just be brawling with each other, blaming each other for the loss. I don't know. Oh, now I'm worried. Now I'm worried. Um, we have Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax. Um, Sasha's knee is still still messed up, right? Um, if they had a segment this last week on on um, on Raw, I did not see it. It may have been cut. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I didn't, I, I don't know if she still has that leg brace on. Speaking of braces, leg braces and arm braces, we had a uh, a picture of Zack Ryder and uh, that Zack Ryder posted of him and uh, Darren Young, and they have their um, very advanced braces on um, on the leg and the knee, the leg on Darren Young's arm and Zack Ryder's leg, and. Uh, Pretty much all of, all of the tweets in response to that said something along the lines, you guys look like robots and stuff. Um, and I thought they looked like an awesome cyborg tag team. Um, kind of like, who's that guy? Is it Jax? Yeah, I think it's Jax in uh, Mortal Kombat. I kind of wish that was Nia Jax, a part of Nia Jax's thing that she had metal arms. If they're just painted silver... Uh, with the lions like jacks from Mortal Kombat, that would be kind of neat. That would be kind of neat. I would like that. Um, I think I guess it doesn't have to be painted. It could just be printed on long sleeves. Somebody make that. Somebody make Jack's arms that are like tight sleeves that you put on, and they're printed to look like metal. Um. And if they were, if they had like some metallic um, thread in there, then we also sh- have the shine and glimmer of metal a little bit, I guess. Anyway, uh, the third match of the kickoff show: Becky, Nikki, and Naomi versus Alexa, Mickey, and Natalia. Um, kind of a bummer that this this is on the the kickoff show, but it's, we have a title match in there, so it's basically the show, right? Just with a panel in between and we have like breaks and there's not like, well, there'll be interviews and stuff. I'm sure AJ styles on there talking about how Maddie still is. And he's like, still, I'm, I'm still in the, they fixed the t-shirts, but I'm still on it, only in the second row. I should be in the front row. I am the current champion. Then you have a picture of the championship belt right there on the front. But then again, Kevin Owens is not in the front row either. I don't see his belt either. So anyway, um, I mean the 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 main attraction of the match is the Royal Rumble match, and there's no uh, there's no belt involved in directly as a result of this match. So it it I guess it does make sense not to highlight the championship belts. Um, okay, so Rich Swan versus Neville. This match is going to be fantastic, and Neville's got to win this, right? He's just on a rampage. If he did not win this. It would just stop all the momentum since his return dead in its tracks. So he's got to win. 
Charlotte versus Bailey. Um, will Bailey be able to to end Charlotte's pay per view win streak? Um, maybe. That'd be kind of crazy if it did happen. Bailey's first pay per view title match against Charlotte. Big maybe, leading towards I hope so. But doubtful. So there you go. My prediction for Charlotte versus Bailey. Maybe some something will definitely happen in that match. Um, then we have AJ Styles versus John Cena for the WWE Championship. Uh, Cena's probably going to win. He's probably going to win, and then, but I I'm okay with that because two weeks later, we're going to see them in a six man elimination chamber match, where I think AJ Styles would. Very easily, not easily, but he he stands a much better chance of winning the title back, I think, than defending the title. Because as the the title holder, all five of those guys are going to be going after you, get rid of you. They want to make sure that you don't keep that title. But if if you're not the title holder, then the focus isn't quite as much on you, at least not until the title holder is eliminated. So maybe we'll then we'll end up there. They try their hardest to get John Cena out of there. Uh, they're so focused on that that AJ Styles picks off the other ones one by one by one, and then we end up with another AJ versus Cena uh, to finish out that elimination. I you know what? I don't know exactly the rules of Elimination Chamber. That's why I assume it is from the name of it that it's an elimination match inside of a cage. I think that's a safe assumption. Um, but feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, because there's a there's a strong chance that I'll be wrong, that I'm wrong about that. Um, and then we have Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns for uh, the Universal Championship, no disqualifications, and Chris Jericho in the Shark Cage. But will Seth Rollins get involved? Um, he wants to screw over Kevin. Will Triple H get involved? He wants to screw over Seth. Um and probably and Roman Reigns by association. He wants he wants to keep the title on his guy, Kevin Owens. So uh, maybe they both come out, and then that's like a sub match that happens like it, around the outside. They're just fighting each other the whole time out there, and then uh, Owens and Reigns just stop and then are just watching them, and then Jericho drops down a bag of popcorn. They share that. I don't, I don't know. Um, and then, of course, there's the Real Rumble match itself. 30 spots. 23 have been announced, um, which means there's seven more. Uh, so who's in the match? We got Undertaker, Kane, Goldberg, Lesnar, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Big E, Jericho, Strowman, Ziggler, Corbin, Miz, Ambrose, Cesaro, Sheamus, Wyatt, or- Orton, Harper, Big Show, Zayn. Big Cass, Rusev, and Mojo Raleigh. Um, my pick to win this, well, due to my participation in the Reddit uh, like scramble thing, the Royal Rumble scramble or whatever it's called, um, everybody who signed up for it got assigned a number. So there's like 5,000 people who signed up, which is crazy, um, which means there's a few hundred for each number. 
and I'm number 19. So fellow 19ers, if by some chance anybody who's in participating in this listens to this, and then anybody in that subset of people is a 19, let's go us. I'm hoping that Cesaro is number 19 because I he, he's my guy. And I hope he does really well in the whole thing, especially if they lose the, the tag team titles. He's got he's he's got to have another chance at something great. Um, so I, I, Cesaro is my pick. I think it's going to be. Well, there's a bunch of stuff that happens, and I guess it also just depends on when uh, the WWE championship match happens. Or when the uh, Universal Championship match happens. I'd imagine that one's at the end of the show. But the WWE Championship might be before the Rumble. So if AJ Styles loses. And then is in the Rumble. I think that would be pretty cool. And then AJ Styles wins the Rumble. So he gets a WrestleMania match for the WWE Championship. At WrestleMania. But then he wins Elimination Chamber. And so we end up... No, no, no. Ooh. Well, okay, the ridiculous the ridiculous scenario is that AJ Styles wins Elimination Chamber. So his title match at WrestleMania is against himself, which would be, you know, impossible. But if anybody could pull it off, it's AJ Styles. Um, but what if Elimination Chamber, Randy Orton wins the title? And so we end up with, and he's 13-time world championship champion, um, and then we end up with Randy Orton versus AJ Styles, winner of the Royal Rumble, at WrestleMania. Boom. Awesome. Anyway, um, that, that, that's what I, I want to see. I just want to see Randy Orton versus AJ Styles at some point. No matter how it happens, I guess it doesn't have to be this huge convoluted thing with uh, all these different things. But um, but uh, hopefully someday it has to happen. It has to happen. Um, so there are seven spots that will be surprises. I don't think they're going to announce anymore. Maybe they'll announce like one more during the kickoff show or something. But um, who could who could they be? They're flying some UK guys out. From the UK Championship tournaments, um, so maybe we'll see Tyler Bates. Maybe we'll see we'll see Pete Dunne. Uh, maybe we'll see one of them, and then the other comes out not as a participant, but to to mess things up for him. Probably, probably Pete Dunne messing things up for Tyler Bates. Um, but uh, yeah, some one of them has got to be in the Rumble. Um, then we've got uh, Samoa Joe. For sure, for sure is going to be in the Rumble. And even though I just explained all the the silliness that I wish would happen, I think it's very likely that Samoa Joe is going to win. Um, Unless he's he's very early on, except not like the first on. There's no individual person that could get rid of Samoa Joe except for Braun Strowman, I think. Um, So... Samoa Joe would have to come out while there's like four guys already in the ring. And then they have to like team up with each other to get rid of him. Maybe all the new day. That would be weird. That would be weird. All the new day versus Samoa Joe. But stranger things can and will happen. Um, 
Finn Balor, very high likelihood he's in there. He's got to be. I think everyone's expecting him to be in there. Um, and I'll still be super excited when he does, when it, when he is there. Uh, maybe he comes out with the new, the UK Bullet Club with uh, those guys. The the Mustache Mountain, Trent Seven, uh, Tyler Bate, and Pete Dunn. No, that messes with their storyline. Forget it. And that would be dumb. No, just just Finn Balor. Is he a demon? Nah, just regular Finn Balor. Just as exciting. Um, something that I, I would be really excited to see. I think it's very likely, because JBL is not on commentary for this match. I think it's very likely that he is in the match to uh, seek revenge on Dolph Ziggler for what he did in um, on SmackDown two weeks ago. Last week, I guess. Kicking Jerry Lawler in the chest and all that. And, t- and being proud of having caused his cardiac arrest uh, a couple of years ago. Um, so I think JBL will come out, beat up Dolph Ziggler, Ziggler eliminate him. And then next we hear, I don't even remember how his music sounds. James Ellsworth comes out and JBL is just disgusted and eliminates himself just to get away from James Ellsworth. And then, uh, and then Ellsworth quickly is destroyed by Strowman or uh, one of the other people who hate him. Like anybody, pretty much. Um, and then uh, there's also the possibility of Shawn Michaels in the match. That would be pretty exciting. And then, of course, Triple H. Triple H has got to be in the match. Um, if if not, only if only just. If not only just if if only for there to be a face off between him and Seth finally, and it's in a wrestling context, and they go at it, and uh, they just fight. Although they both get eliminated, they keep fighting, keep fighting, go to the back, and then we see backstage footage during the Rumble. So if uh, everybody gets eliminated at at a certain point, there's nobody in the ring. We just cut back to them still fighting in the back. And then their fight spills over into the universal title match. And then that's what disrupts things. Um, the, the shark cage uh, comes down with a mistaken lowering uh, uh, gesture from Triple H. Um, because, I mean, he's, he's, he's one of the big bosses that got to lower the thing when they, when they do. Or maybe he does it on purpose. And then he opens it up. So Chris Jericho can come out and, and, and join the fray. Then Dean Ambrose runs out and helps Seth and and uh, Roman Reigns. And we get Triple H, Chris Jericho, and Kevin Owens face-to-face. With, it's still no disqualification, so the match has not ended at this point. It's not ended. Um, versus the Shield, and they go at it. And the more I, the more I get into this... When I talk about this, probably not the whole thing carrying over from the Royal Rumble that they, they fight continuously, but uh, the Shield opposite Triple H, Chris Jericho, and Kevin Owens, I think that's the final image of of the night. With both championships retained on Triple H's team. That That's, that's what's going to happen. This has got to be what happens. Um... So that 
I think that covers. No, uh, who else could be in the match? Almost done. Uh, I think it would be pretty awesome if Asuka was in there. She just comes out. She, I mean, she she kicked, she whooped up on those security guards. Um, I, I think it's pretty believable. And then everybody's like hesitant to even go near because like she is she's legit gonna kill me if I even go near her. And uh, yeah, Asuka wins the Royal Rumble and challenges Kevin Owens for the Universal Championship. Um, all right. That's it for my predictions. I do want to talk for a moment. Speaking of the Shield and Triple H, I mean, they are on the freaking cover of WWE number one. We had that then, now, and forever one shot. Thick, thick comic with some, with some pretty cool stuff. Um, WWE number one it came out uh, this last week, I think. Um, and I picked it up. And it tells the story of Seth's betrayal. And the thing I like most about this uh, this telling of the story is, well, okay. So he betrays them and Dean is way more upset about it than Roman is. And we have all these backstage moments. Seth is swimming in a pool and then Dean Ambrose cannonballs on his back and it lo- <laughs> that should kill him he's like underwater like uh, getting his air knocked out of him underwater and there's no way to like fight that reaction to <gasps> to breathe back in after getting your air knocked out that's oh dangerous but he survives um he also gets let's see what <laughs> he gets attacked um in a restaurant um and some other places and then he encounters roman and roman is just like having a cool conversation with them so i mean they're they're not friend they're they're kind of friendly actually but i think it's pretty funny that dean it's just this is is really violent and it's kind of funny that the third time is just <laughs> oh he, he spills he pours a drink onto his head um, in the third instance, but the second one, he, 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 he throws him into a window, shattered glass everywhere. That's, that's deadly, man. Deadly. It kind of, it, it went, it escalated in step two and then de-escalated very much. Maybe he realized, oh, that was, could have gotten really hurt. This time I'm just going to pour his drink on his head. Um, so yeah, all that happens in there, and it's it's about him having the money in the bank, and uh, Triple H is telling me just wait, just wait, you don't cash it in yet, and I won't spoil what happens, but if you if you've been following, show it, you don't see the backstage stuff that's kind of created for the comic, but it's um maybe we did I don't I don't know I wasn't watching at the time, but uh yeah that's how they uh. It's a pretty pretty cool dramatization of it, especially all the backstage stuff. And then we got two, only two more pages of the New Day, the New Day's optimistic odyssey, um, where they are watching a match between Brock T. Rexner and Rick Ugg. So that was pretty fun. Pretty fun comic. Looking forward to issue 
number two. I'll be talking about that the week it comes out. If I remember, which I'll probably remember then now and forever. Um, all right. That's it for this week. I think that's everything I want to talk about. Um, let me know what you thought about all these episodes. What are your predictions for the Royal Rumble and TakeOver San Antonio? Um, who do you want? What title changes do you want to happen? What title changes do you not want to happen? Um, how do you think all of this is going to be tie together some of the tie together all some of these storylines that we've that have been going on and how they propel them towards wrestlemania um and in the shorter term into to elimination chamber uh it's really a bummer that we don't have a smackdown tag team match even if it's on the pre-show have american alpha versus the usos or something you know even if it's something we already seen let's see them in the ring at the Royal Rumble. Come on. Come on. Um, but yeah, that's a bummer. And that we don't have a SmackDown women's title match. But we do have the Elimination Chamber in just two weeks. So it kind of makes sense. But but come on. Um, uh, yeah. So message me. TIW Podcast on Twitter. Today I watched on Instagram. Today I watched .com. It has links to all of that stuff. Um subscribe on itunes write a review on itunes um and uh facebook etc and uh if you want to support the show even more go to patreon.com slash today i watched for as little as a dollar per month you get these episodes early some extra stuff i'm going to post some illustrations on there high resolutions so you can download them and color them you know with markers crayons paint whatever I'll put, I'm going to start putting those up on there. Um, and, uh, yeah, so check out all of that and more and I'll see you next time in a couple of days after takeover San Antonio and Royal rumble 2017. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you then. Bye.